a lot of us do not like to talk about death. I was working in primary care and I noticed that Dr. Amy here. So let's have a conversation. So today's conversation is a topic on a topic that a lot of us do not like to talk about. Death. We don't like to talk about death. I talk about death every day. As I said previously, I am a nurse practitioner. I do home visits. 90% of my patients have chronic health conditions. So it's a conversation that I have literally every day. So I'm gonna, let's discuss death, mainly on a medical standpoint. Um, I did my doctoral, doctor of nursing practice project during my doctor of nursing program. I did my project on advanced care planning. I was working in primary care and I noticed that most of the patients when we did the annual wellness visit, we asked, do you have a living will? Do you have a healthcare surrogate? Most of those patients, they either said they didn't or they had it, but we didn't have it in their file or their chart. So the aim of the project was to help improve these conversations about end of life, to make sure the patients were provided with the resources, the documents, advanced directives, which includes living will, healthcare surrogates, organ donor. So during the project, I was able to assess, have the conversation with my patients a living will document is a document that says if my health was to decline, if my health provider was to come to me and say, your health is declining, we've exhausted all therapies, what are your wishes? Do you want to be kept alive on life support? Do you want to continue all these aggressive therapies? Do you want to be fed by a tube if you can't feed yourself? And a healthcare surrogate document is, do you want, who do you want to speak for you if you couldn't speak for yourself? So this is a conversation that I had when I was in primary care, and it's a conversation that I'm having now doing home visits with patients. I have this conversation with patients, their families, their caregivers daily. A lot of them are receptive. Some are hesitant and reluctant about talking about the end of life. I don't push the conversation. However, I do introduce the conversation. I initiate the conversation, especially if that person, I feel like they're not gonna make it in the next year or the next six months. I definitely make sure I have those conversations. And it's an ongoing conversation that we should have, especially with our families. And the goal of having a conversation is, one of the goals is to make sure 
Your wishes are respected when you're going through that process. Everyone wants their wishes to be respected. You don't want conflict among your family members. So have the conversation with your family. Make a date to have your children, grandchildren, sisters, brothers over. Have the conversation. Sit around the table and discuss your wishes. Complete the documents. Have them in your home in a safe place and also give a copy to your primary care provider, your health provider, so they know your wishes. We want to make sure your wishes are respected. We want to avoid all these costly health therapies that are unnecessary. If you have your wishes in place, it'll avoid all these undue costs that people incur over some of these health-related expenses. Because that can be depressing, knowing that, okay, I had all this done and I really didn't want it, and now I got to pay for all this, and I didn't even want all this. So have the conversation. It's a resource site online that when I was doing my project, I would provide to my patients. It's called the Conversation Project website. And it is uh, a website that has videos, and it shows you how to have the conversation with your family, how to initiate the conversation, what to talk about to help the conversation go with these. I encourage you to look at the website. It's called The Conversation Project. Look at it alone and, and navigate through it. Look at the videos and the resources. And then when you have the meeting with your family, look at it again with your family and go through the website so they can see it and have those conversations with your family. Have those conversations with your health providers. If you're a health provider and you're reluctant to have the conversation with your patients, go on that website. It gives you resources and tips on how to initiate the conversation with your patients. Because there's health providers out there that don't like to have the conversation with these patients. They don't want to talk about it. I encourage you to go on your webs online also because each state has different rules as far as the advanced directives, the living wills, and the healthcare surrogates. I know in Florida that those documents do not need to be notarized, but if you go to another state and bring those documents with you, they may have to be notarized in that particular state. So I encourage you to research if you're Whatever state you live in, the rules concerning do they have to be notarized, which documents are needed, definitely. Advanced care planning, end of life care, serious illness conversation. These are conversations that I have daily. It's something that some of the patients don't want to talk about. Some are reluctant. Some family members, caregivers are reluctant. Some facts during my project, when I was researching, it said that 70% of Americans, approximately 70% of Americans, do not have their wishes written out or completed. They do not have their advanced directors their family members don't know 
their end-of-life health wishes, 70%. Completing these direct advanced directives and having these conversations also reduces confusion among family members. If your family member knows, okay, mom wanted this, dad wanted this, and they have it in writing, it reduces a lot of confusion among family. Because they know, they know, okay, this is what mom or dad or sister brother wanted. It's in writing and we need to respect their wishes. So I encourage you to have the conversation with your family. Make it a point to have the conversation. Set up a meeting where everyone comes over and sits around the table and have the conversation. It doesn't have to be one time. It's an ongoing conversation. You can have it multiple times because it's gonna be some people that just don't wanna talk about it. I do know from experience, minority groups, African-Americans, Hispanics, do not like to have that conversation. I encourage you, go on that Conversation Project website, look through it, navigate through it. It has a lot of resources. If you have any further questions, you can reach out to me. If I could be of assistance, I will. So let's have that death conversation with your families, with your health providers, with your caregivers. Death is inevitable. Let's have the conversation.